What is up and welcome into a very, very, very special edition of the Easy Smoke and the GM Podcast. I'm your host, Ezra McCann, and I'm joined as always by my outstanding co-host. He's a Chicago Public League legend. He was the man at Simeon. He's a Grambling State legend as well. He plays second base for the Tigers at Grambling. He was all swack as Brandon Williams, a.k.a. Coach Smoke. And we've got our NFL draft guru. He's a legend in his own right. He's teammates with a guy that bowled a 300. Yeah. <laughs> it's Glenn Morgan, a.k.a. RGM. Yes, we, got, we, got, we got a good one today, man. Uh, we're going to be joined by White Sox great. I, and I'll, and I'll, I'll say this. He's my second favorite White Sox of all time. And I'm sure he won't be mad about that because number one is Frank Thomas. But uh, <laughs> my favorite shortstop, number 13, Ozzie Guillen. Also the World Series winning manager for the White Sox in 2005. I, I, I mean, he's he's one of the, 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 the most outstanding people in this city. Uh, he's a legend in this city. He brought the White Sox a World Series after 88 years. And uh yeah, he's man, just just a just an all out genuine guy, man. Yeah, no doubt. Uh as we as you find out when we get into this conversation with him, uh, and as you were just alluding to it, he is an icon. He is a Chicago icon. Uh, he's one of those few people where you say the first name, and everybody knows exactly what you're talking about. You can say Michael, we know you're talking about Jordan and the Bulls. You say Oprah, we know you're talking about over <laughs> you say Ozzy and everybody knows you're talking about the White Sox and uh, I'll just say this I mean Ozzy is one of the most stand-up individuals you'll ever meet a person who is as you see him uh, no pretensions uh, no you know he's, he's not a pretentious individual at all he uh, tells you what he's thinking and uh, doesn't make makes no apologies about it and uh, but more importantly he's uh He's a, a lot more thoughtful individual than people, I think, give him credit for nationally. I think a lot of times people tend to make assumptions about Ozzy because he is so outspoken. I think sometimes because of the thick accent, some people want to, you know, make assumptions about what he actually understands and knows. But I think if you listen to this interview, you'll come across knowing that Ozzy is, uh, is very uh, extremely intelligent extremely versatile um, and just a down to earth kind of guy that just tells you like it is. Yeah. For me, of course. Yes. I'm a resident <laughs> Yankee fan, bum, bum, bum. <laughs> but, but if it's one guy that I could say was my favorite manager to look at how he managed the game and the charisma that came with him, <laughs> it will be us again. And that's a guy I would have loved to have as a manager of my Yankees. I mean, hey, I'm a Yankee fan. So, and as a player, as a baseball player, he's a guy I I would have loved to play for. And I can see why that 05 team had the success they had. So definitely looking forward to, to this interview with the baseball, with a Chicago baseball legend. Hey, I'm jealous. I wasn't able to participate in this interview, <laughs> but um, man, I'm, I'm, I can't wait to listen to it. So uh, here is Smoke and the GM's interview with the great Oz again. Okay, there are few iconic people in Chicago entertainment history 
uh, where by just saying their first name, pretty much everybody knows exactly who you're referring to. But for the sake of those few who don't know who our next guest is, just to let you know he was a 16-year Major League Baseball player and leader for the Chicago White Sox and various other teams. He was also the 1985 Rookie of the Year, 1990 Gold Glove winner at shortstop for the White Sox. And everybody, he was the first Latino the first Latino manager to win the World Series. He'll have you know it's because he's Venezuelan, but it is our friend, uncompromising, irrepressible personality known as Ozzy. Ozzy, welcome to the show, the OG of, o of White Sox baseball. <laughs> welcome to the EZ Smoke and the GM podcast. How you doing, bro? Thank you, guys. Very excited to be on your show and uh, looking forward to uh, great stuff. I appreciate you guys put uh, time, talk to me and... And I'm available for any question, brother. You know me. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Wait, we'll, we'll let it fly off right off the bat. Um, mm -hmm. Looking at this roster, uh, first and foremost, uh, and being objective, not being in a homer, and when I look at this roster, Ozzy, I, I, I really don't see any weaknesses, man. I mean, I see a great leadoff guy. I see a strong top of the order going into a solid middle of the order with the back end of the, uh, of, of the rotation. I mean, excuse me, of the order that can just bring it right back around. Uh, I see a hard-throwing bullpen. I see a strong starting pitching with veteran leadership. Everybody's ERA is under four. And I see two guys as our closers that are two of the best in not just the American League, but in all of Major League Baseball. Am I seeing this the right way, Ozzy? Yes, there's no doubt about it. Uh, it's one thing about it, just like how, what kind of ball club we're going to show up. We watch this ball club every day for 162 games and uh, – it's is is a close. It's very excited. Uh, obviously, they played in the division. Is uh, it, it was I don't want to say easy, but it was the easier division in in American League. Sure. But I think uh, they have everything. I think they they have the talent on the field to take everything with them. Uh, it's not doubt about it. Hopefully, you know what I mean. When you play short series, uh, you hold the balls. The ball bounce your way. Right. That mm -hmm. happened. Uh, you, you know, I mean, this is it's a short, short series, short thing, and uh, is everything click for you? You got to have the opportunity. But if you talk about player by player, I don't see why not the White Sox go all the way, all the way into the World Series. Yeah, I want to piggyback off uh, that with the comments you made about the division, because. As we know on the podcast, I'm a resident Yankee <laughs> fan. Uh, but I had high, real high expectations of the White Sox. I felt last year they showed us what they can become this season. And I think, I think a little bit they they had they struggled against the better teams a little bit, but I think that was just them not being hundred percent focused, being that they already had their divisions so so wrapped up so long ago, it seemed like. I think now is the time that I think I'll see the White Sox team that I've expected to see. Yeah, I thought they would win close to 100 games this year, over 100 games this year. That's the that's what the type of talent I thought they had coming into the season. So I'm just wondering if you know their struggles against the better teams, like they struggled against the Yankees this year. Uh, I think they pretty fairly did. I think they were even against Houston this season. I think uh, no, they're down by two. Houston, two, two sweep, games. yeah, they swept them in uh in, okay. in Houston three games, and they I think they win two here in Chicago. But uh, you're right, you're right. You know, I mean, it's a team. It was teaser. 
you know, yeah. all of a sudden they score. There was, mm-hmm. I know what you can now call a team inconsistent because there was like 20, 20 wins over 500. Right. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's not any inconsistency. I think this guy's, it was uh, offensively, there was like a all or nothing, you know what I mean? I think mm-hmm. they, they they go out there and I think everything start with Tim Anderson. If Tim Anderson start again the way we see him can start again or play the way he, 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 we know we can play, this ball club for some reason or other play great when TA mm-hmm. making happen. Love I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know why for real because you know I me. Mean? Obviously, to win a game, you need nine guys in the lineup. You need a lot mm-hmm. of them, but for some reason, when the White Sox uh, playing well, is when the TA have a great day, and that's the expectation we gotta have. Obviously, uh, we gotta face a little bit better pitching. We gotta see. Uh, we gotta see a little bit uh, different hitters. And now this is not the West, you know, the Central Division. That's the Houston Astros is uh, is pretty good hitting ball club. Mm-hmm. Pitching wise, I think I, you know, I mean, be honest with you, I think I think this thing is ready. Is is it should should go all the way to go all the way in because they have mm-hmm. a great talent. I think they, uh, uh, I think they have great managing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Tony Russo's had been there before, mm-hmm. but one thing about it, they're going to compete against Dusty Baker. Dusty Baker's goal is <laughs> to win the World Series, and also <laughs> behind that. I think the Houston Astros, that's something to me, they had to play good and win thing. Why? Because when they win the World Series, they was calling the cheaters. Yep. Uh, they, they do everything illegal. They win because they cheat. And I think they had, back in their mind, everybody you know in baseball, they want to show people, we see, we win another World Series without mm-hmm. the trash, without uh, people know what's coming without any cheating. And I think back in their mind, they, I think Houston Astros want to wear the 2021 championship ring because the first one they have, <laughs> I, don't think, I, don't think, I don't think they're too, too proud. Right? Too proud okay. of that because when people ask them, and they say, hey, what's up? Rina, what do you wear? <laughs> oh, we win the worship a few years ago. You know, <laughs> and I think I think that's why those guys got to come up right. and play well because they need to show baseball. You don't need they don't need to cheat mm-hmm. to make it happen. Uh, and Dusty Baker is Dusty win this year the World Series. I think Dusty Baker will be Hall of Fame. We not we not doubt. Mm-hmm. And that's why there's a lot of things out there. He's gonna make the Houston Astros play a little bit better well you know what i, I hear what you're saying and I, I i can vibe with that but i also think that if i flip it because that's what i like to do I like to just flip it around i think that puts a lot of pressure on those guys it puts pressure on the astros to have to prove that they mm-hmm. weren't cheaters it puts pressure on dusty to be like hey man this is your fourth of 15 in the playoffs and you can't get it done so they mm-hmm. may play a little bit tight but in terms of respect and which the white, or excuse me, which Houston Nationals are trying to regain and which Dusty is trying to have as far as going towards being a Hall of Fame, in terms of respect, I want to know, Ozzy, why is there so much national disrespect or just dismissing of the White Sox? According to uh, the odds makers, the White Sox only have a 9% chance to win the World Series, but Houston's got a 12% chance. And if I look over in the National League, 
the Braves, who won less games than both of us, both the Astros and the White Sox, they only won 88 games. They're at 14%. So, so why all the disrespect for the White Sox? Well, well people forgot the Braves are going to face Milwaukee Brewers. <laughs> you know? Exactly. <laughs> I, I, I want the Braves win that the, the, the National League because I got my nephew play for the Braves. But in the okay. meanwhile, when I think it's better off that way, you know, I didn't remember in 2005, nobody picked the White Sox to, to go all the way in because the, the team we was playing, they was loaded. Right. And I like it that way. But I think when you said a pressure, you know what I mean? I think those guys playing the pressure before, you know I mean? You look in the, in the lineup, uh, Houston half, one guy got more about in the entire Lighting up for the White Sox in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> Only one guy. He got more like, and uh, I think I think they know how to handle. I think they should know how to handle. They be playing pressure since you know I me mean, since last year when people booed them. They 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 against them. That's they true. don't want them to good. They don't want them to do good everywhere they go. Just do not work on in baseball. You know I me. Mean? They went through a lot of difficult situation, but I think I, I believe the White Sox. Stay with the program. Mm-hmm. Don't go crazy. Mm-hmm. Don't start making stuff up now. This ball club is going to be. You talk about lineups. Uh, I think uh, C's going to pitch the third game here in Chicago. Right. Uh, I, 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 they're still waiting to see Rodon is, is good enough to pitch. And I think I, I worry about that. I worry about that because you don't know by now. Mm. And I know it's six, seven games. It's still a week it's when he's going to pitch. You don't know by now how Rodon feel. Can he pitch or not? Then, then we I had to concern about it. But like I say, it's, it's going to be another 10 days to decide if Rodon is going to pitch. That's the reason Kopech, last couple outing is half, he's got more than three innings, two innings, three innings. Mm. Just to stand him a little bit, then maybe, maybe piggyback with him. Uh but like I say, if those guys swing the bat the way I think they can swing the bat, this thing is going to be fun and dangerous because this ball club is loaded. No matter what piece you take it, they put a good ball club and uh, the expectation is very high. And you talk about pressure, the White Sox put pressure on themselves from spring training and say, we all in. <laughs> the general manager say, we go, we build this thing with, to win the World Series. Others say, well, well not really, just to play good. You know what I mean? But, yeah, I, I hear Rick Hunt say, you know, this, you know, we with this ball club to win the World Series. And a week later, like, oh, you know, guys, yeah, well, just to play good. But they know, they know, they know, the players know, the coaches know, fans know, media know what the, this thing is being built for. Yes, right. to win the World Series. And they should know, and the expectation is very high. And in and, and the, the expectation, having been bad for the White Sox, you know, they play with a good expectation all year. Look at what they did. Uh, you know, I mean, regardless, they play in very poor uh, division, but meanwhile, they competed against another one. Uh, besides that, White Sox play without four players, three players, right. four players, almost, eight, almost all season long. Right. It was kind of hard to compete yeah. with, with, with the guys they have, and they did. You know I mean? They did yeah. now. Yeah. Now, now they everybody. have... Yeah, now they have everyone, mm-hmm. and then uh, it's all about clicking. If they click, watch out. They 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 can be very 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 tough thing to beat. Speaking of clicking, uh, who do you see as a key player for the White Sox in this upcoming series with the Astros? Uh, uh, I think I think the first pitcher. 
I don't know. Now that this is another mystery, but the White Sox. <laughs> right. Like, oh, we don't know who would be the first or who would be the second. To me, Jolito got to start the first one okay. because Jolito threw the ball pretty good last and, and the second, uh, in the All Star break from the All Star break, second half. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think Links has been a struggle against Houston Astros, not only this year, whole his career. Right. He had pitching well against them. Okay, I think I put him second, but I think the key in this ball club is going to be TA. Yeah. Not because mm-hmm. TA don't do because I think that the lineup is loaded, but a TA, what is that being done and do for this White Sox team all summer long? People, you can see P- TA is the main guy, make everything happen. And I think uh, that's what be the key. Is TA get a double first at bat? Believe me, White Sox going to score a lot of runs. Yeah. It's all about him, you know, because no, no, because you know, me. You when you got Pantera, you got Eloy, you got uh, Moncada, you got Grandal, and you put pressure on TA. No, it's just because TA all year long how he play. Mm-hmm. Look at the numbers, how he play. The White Sox react, and right. I think that's why I think TA is going to be the key for the offense in this thing. And uh, pitching, very interesting because I think uh, I think uh, bullpens will be very important. It yeah. has been very important in every playoff World Series games. Uh, I, I think the White Sox got a great bullpen. Uh, they showed some inconsistency for a couple of weeks. All the sun last week of the season, they, they was very strong, throwing the ball very well. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I have faith. I think the bullpens can do the job. Um, you know, in terms of, of key players and who to follow, who on the team, as far as the players, who do you think they rally around? I know you said T.A. in terms of how they play, but leadership-wise, is, is it T.A. more so, or is it Abreu? Is it the old man? Well, you uh, know what? It's, it's funny. Grandal is just very quiet leader. Okay. I, mm-hmm. I'm not going to say Abreu is a leader because I don't think he is the leader. A lot of mm-hmm. people respect him. Okay. Look up to him. Mm-hmm. Look the way he play every day, but he's not the vocal leader. Mm-hmm. Ta is is the leader in, in different parts. Vocal on the field, uh, his teammate have respect for him. He, he he back up every leadership he have. Everything he say, do something. He back it up all the time. It's just not right. it's not doubt. And I think I think the leadership he got to be a Ta and Grandal. And in, in the pitching size, you know, you talk about Lynch is a veteran guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I mean, uh, Lynch, he, he, he can go out to Kaikos. He's a veteran guy. And those two guys have great leadership. And I, the reason I think Aziz throw the ball the way he did this year, I think thank you is obviously Katz, the, the pitching coach. But I think to those guys make him tougher mentally yeah. and ready to pitch every day. Yeah, T.A. is like we talk about pressure and like under like uh, when you're saying – they don't have – they're not getting the respect. Right. You said they're only a 9%. And I view T.A. as a guy who come out every day fighting for that respect. One thing That's what it, I see from him. Yeah, but the one thing about T.A., people say, oh, the, the T.A. going to have a lot of pressure to play. No, pressure. If you don't know where these kids come from. <laughs> right. You don't know where these That's kids – That's why he built for it. It went through his life. Mm-hmm. You know, when these kids went out, come out to be who, who he is. I think pressure was T.A. have when he got four, five, six years old. That's pressure. <laughs> but nowadays, you know, he's, he's got so much talent. And, and, and no. And one thing about it, one thing make him, I'm not going to say special, is that 
he had talent. I will let you know I have talent. Yeah. <laughs> and I will let you know, say, I'm good. I'm better than mm-hmm. you guys. You know what I mean? It's not too many people can really make this happen. and say, yeah, I can have talent, but I'm very quiet. Jose Abreu. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Pantera. T.A., he, he, he lived in different culture. He grew up their different way. And now I'm good. I will let you know, yes, I am good. I'm better than you. And that's something mm-hmm. you are I, 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 I very respect because everything you do that, you, you just back it up and back it up the right way. Uh, going forward, as far as uh, the series and, and the strategy involved, that kind of stuff. Um, we're talking this may be the two oldest managers that have faced off each other <laughs> in the history of baseball. They are. <laughs> You know, so, dinosaurs, dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of T-Rexes going at each other. So. I know, I know, I know they're parking, they're parking and they're going to have a, like a wheel, uh, like a handicap section for the two managers. <laughs> right. They, they get those first parking spots for the handicap. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, with that being said, these guys, they've seen everything and then some, you know, is there any way that they're going to have a trick or two that the other's not aware of, or are we going to see baseball, pure baseball that we haven't really seen in quite some time with bunts and maybe squeeze bumps and pickoff plays and guys hitting and running things. We don't see as much like we used to in the seventies, eighties and early nineties. You know, it's funny. Everything in doing the season, everybody played freelancing, whatever mm-hmm. it is, is. All of a sudden, when they come to the playoff, I'm going to see in the last five, 10 years, all of a sudden, they're like, oh, we got men on first and second. We got a bunch. Mm-hmm. And you see me, like, you see me later, you see that with the, with the Houston and Tampa, all those guys bunting. Like, you never bunt all year. Now you need this game before they got over. And I, I, think, uh, I, think, I think Tony Shaw, a little bit of, he like to do that. Yeah. Uh, I don't follow much Dusty, uh, but they do. They have a team. Dusty team can run. Right. That's one thing why so have to be aware. Because Dusty going to put those guys, Emo- yeah. let's go do it. That's in emotions. And that one thing he's been doing, I don't think Dusty be winning in the three-run home run. He's going to make things happen right away. So two is get on base. He could try, try to steal second. And they have to be aware. Why so have to be aware that, you know what I mean? Make sure those guys stay on the base path. But uh, you want to see different baseball now just because, because when you're going to play off everything, dictate you what to do. In a long season, you're like, ah, I hit two run home run. Oh, double play ball. It is over. Who cares? But in the playoffs, a little bit different. I think they're going to play different baseball. Um, <laughs> with that being said, um, if you're the manager of the opposite team, let's just take your White Sox hat off for a moment. Let's put on the Astros hat. What would you do to trip up the White Sox? How would you defeat the White Sox? Hmm. Uh, I pitch in to everyone. Mm-hmm. I keep it in, honestly, in, go away a little bit on the side, make sure I keep Tim Anderson off the bases. And and, and be honest, because I think the White Sox, when they stand is they arm with the pitch, that boy can go a long way. They yeah. got a good mm-hmm. swings, they're strong enough. That's why if I were to pitch against them, I think that's the reason those guys hit, get hit a lot because they have to right. pitch in. And I think be honest, they have to be honest in with it with the, with them. Uh is I was I was facing them, I will tell the guy we're gonna face your little let's let's make sure your little throw strikes. You your little get away with a lot of bad pitch swing, high, high changes away, and you get away with that because guys swing it. 
I will tell the, the team, I say, you know what? Just make make sure, let him pitch. Mm-hmm. Make sure you let him pitch. Make sure you get, make him to get the ball down. And Jolito can get a lot of throw because it's high high pitch. The, obviously, a lot of people chasing. That's a ball. And you keep him, get it down. Get it in Jolito the zone. Can ha- yeah, yeah, down the zone. Mm-hmm. You, the, Jolito can have a little bit of trouble to figure out. But uh, I think the way he throw the ball from the second half, it, it, it was better. But are you gonna approach at the plate? Like I gotta say, uh uh geez, I forgot the name. Uh the the, the key come from the cops, uh the reliever. I I will say the same stuff. Make sure he pitch. Mm-hmm. Make sure let him throw a strike, make sure he throw a strike. At least take it uh, one, two pitches to make him throw a strike. Because you you chase Hendrix pitch, uh Krimbo pitch. You know, I have no chance. Nobody can hit that breaking ball. Right. That breaking ball is nasty. It's nasty. But, but he never is around the plate. Did you let that guy pitch? <laughs> he he, he runs yeah. through trouble, too. And I think that's a bit. Remember, Houston Astros lineup. So, a bunch of veteran guys in the middle of the mix. And they they, they kiss, but they've been playing for a long time. They're going to make him to pitch. They're going to, you know what I mean? They're going to be a different. They're not facing. Minnesota Twins, you know, from the Detroit Tigers, you know, I mean, they're facing now a, a guy they have a little bit a common sense. You know, we talk about all those guys. We're not talking about Gurriel. Gurriel, he just, yeah. he just win the Biden title. <laughs> we didn't even talk about mm-hmm. that guy. And then those guys in the back, it's a kid, he just win them. Uh, I cannot record his name right now. He's win play of the month. <laughs> and he, we even talk about him. And those, that guy got 30 home runs also. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's somebody... With the Houston Astros, we don't know. When we talk about Houston after we talk about Bergman, uh, Altuve, uh, Bradley, and Correa. But the rest of the guys, they yeah. they they more dangerous than those guys are. And that's why they, they know they're going to face a good, good hitting ball club. And the White Sox have to be aware about that. Uh, you being a gold glove winner, and you always preach defense. And I, I've always listened and been a, a big follower and believer in that myself. When I look at the White Sox, I, I see them really strong across the infield. I, I see two gold glove caliber or talent corners and Makata and Abreu. Um, I see Pantera, who's already won a gold glove. You know, I see him better down the middle. I see uh, Grandal after his knee surgery and come back from the injury, a lot better catching the ball as a backstop. Uh, I see them with speed in the outfield to cover all the gaps. I, I see the White Sox as a strong team defensively. Is that going to be the key or one of the key elements to them beating this Houston team that can, you know, kind of swing the lumber? Yes, because other some defense will make your pitching staff better. T.A., to me, he proved himself so good at shortstop, a thousand percent, I'm not going to say hundred percent, how he played this year at shortstop when he was playing in the past. Unbelievable. We talk about T.A. when he hit, but playing shortstop, it has been great. Middle, you know, the infield, White Sox infield very solid. They feel like you say they're going to cover. Yes, why defense win playoff? We uh, defense win World Series. The less mistake you make, better change you get to the your pitching staff. And I think defense is very important in anything you do. You know, yeah. I mean, you a boxer, you got to defense. You a basketball player, you got to play defense. You know, it's all the little thing you have to do. And defense is a very underrated fact mm-hmm. in baseball. I think the teams, usually teams win in the past. Check how how good they play defense. Look at Tampa Bay. You look at right. Tampa Bay. You, <laughs> you even, <laughs> yes. you, you even who they are. Who are you? What are you doing? 
Yeah, we Arch got nemesis. Stuff and we not make mistake and we beat you late in the game. Why? Mm-hmm. Because we know what to beat on self. And I think defense, believe me, defense is, you're talking about pitching, defense is almost most important than that. Okay, going to start winding down a bit, Oz, but before we get out of here, and I'm not going to ask you to predict who's going to win because I think we all, with the exception of maybe Brandon. Hey, no, hey, no matter, <laughs> hey, no matter say, I have to say Chicago White Sox. That's true. Not because that, it's just because I believe it. Okay. Yeah. I believe it. I know what yeah. it, I work for them. I, you know, I don't work for them. I work for NBC. Mm-hmm. I just see me, I'm a very honest person. I'm very, but I know what to say. Yo, they are the Chicago White Sox going to win because I work for them. No, that's not my job. That's Tony Russo's job, saying we're going to win. <laughs> exactly. But, but it's not my job. I think, to be honest with you, I think they have the caliber. They have the players. I don't want to say they have the experience, but they have a guy, they have a guy behind the scene, like Tony Russo has been there before. Right. And mm-hmm. I think that that going to help. And I hope the Chicago White Sox people don't get too high, mm-hmm. don't get too low. <laughs> right. Yeah, you know what I mean? Just let those yeah. guys play, and, play. and then they, they, they just see and hope everything happen. And everything good happened to them because I know we lose the first game. We're like, oh, yeah, oh God, we're going to jump off the building. <laughs> then, then we win one game. We are the best thing ever in the history of the game. You know what I mean? Just just try, try to keep level up. And I thought those guys really have a great chance. Uh, I believe in, and they can do that. It's up to like, hey, if the, if they, if the ball bounce the White Sox way, I don't think they have a they have any problem to win the World Series. So in four or five, you think it's going to go to four or five games? Uh, let's put a fight. Don't be that cocky. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I think the first two games in Houston will dictate how the series is going to be. You know what I mean? They can be in four games, five games, but the, the series in Houston, uh, I think the worst thing the White Sox can do that is divide the series. One on one, and then go here and see what happened. But I think Houston series, the first two games, will be very, very important. Okay, I just always wanted to ask you this. Uh, you know, what do you enjoy most about being a White Sox icon, being a White Sox legend that's brought a World Series to a team, a city that hadn't seen it in over eighty years? The friendship, man, and the respect I have from 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 the fans, and the love. You know I me. Mean? I, I think I work very hard to it. A lot of people say, "Oh, thank you for 2005." You don't know, have to thank a lot of people. It's just not me. Right. <laughs> but uh, but uh, to me, uh, uh, it's nice when people love you and respect you. I see another side of the uh, of the uh, side of the human being when they hate you or the, uh, you're arrogant and uh, because people, some people they don't know me. People think I'm arrogant or I cannot talk to him or like wow, you know, I'm very opposite, very yeah. opposite. <laughs> What I don't mean to see. cut you off, Ozzy. I just want to touch on that. My mom is a season ticket holder for the Sox. And she has been going to Sox Fest all the time when you were the manager, when y'all won a World Series. And she speaks on how you are like the most down-to-earth person she's ever met. <laughs> so I just had to jump, throw that in there when you said that, man. Because yeah. <laughs> Man, I, I'm very outgoing. You know I me. Mean? I love Everywhere, mm-hmm. everywhere I work, I want to make the best out of it. I make sure you not treat me as again. I just Aussie, mm-hmm. and don't treat me as a, as what I did, but I treat me the way I treat you. Yeah. And I, I treat people with respect. I treat people with love, and I, I, I speak the same way. And uh, I mean, I you know only one thing, I, bad thing I had, the worst thing I, I have is a human being. I don't remember people's name. That's the worst, man. I can attest to that. <laughs> it's just, you know what? 
that's, that's even funny. Sometimes I got people grow up with me. I like, I told my, I asked my wife, I said, what's this guy's name? I said, what? <laughs> Get there. And I guess calling people by name. And I talked to Alejandro, and they said, Ozzy, I've been with you for the last two years. I don't think you even, remember, you even know how, what my name is. I <laughs> uh, just want to thank Ozzy again. Ozzy, thank you so much for spending time with us here in the Easy Smoking the GM podcast. We appreciate your time and patience with us. We appreciate all the insight and information. But more importantly, we appreciate you, uh, the man of integrity that you've been and always that you are and that you've always been. Uh, and I know that you only answer to one boss, and that's your your granddaughter, is it, uh, Ale- Alela? <laughs> she, Alela, yes. Yeah, yeah, she's the boss well, of you. you know, <laughs> thank you, guys. That, you know, it's uh, well, when you ask me to do this, I'm, I'm even excited. I say yes, anytime, any day you want me to, because I know what kind of person you are. And, and I'll be, I'll watch this after this one. People be calling me like, oh, you talk to them, but you don't talk to us. <laughs> <laughs> because I such I don't like to do that much. But, uh, but uh, you know, it's an honor, man. And uh, anytime you want me to have me with you guys, talk about anything. I'm available. Thank you so much. And maybe I definitely appreciate you coming on. All right. Definitely. Thank you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you, Ozzy. Appreciate it, man. Love you, bro. All right. Once again, I'd like to thank, or we'd like to thank Ozzy again for joining us, for taking time out uh, for, for just a, just a great talk here. Uh, let me ask you guys, what, what, how did you guys feel after, after, after talking to Ozzy? I felt, I felt I got what, what I expected of him. Very down to earth guy. Um, of course, knowledgeable of the game, uh, a fan of the game because he didn't he didn't talk to us as White Sox centric. He talked to us baseball centric, and it yeah, was yeah. it was a lot of you know it was genuine, it was authentic in his thoughts. Yes, he has the White Sox winning it all, but it wasn't because of his connection to the White Sox. He gave us great insight on why he feels they truly have the best team and that's what this is all about like i'm i'm a big guy like don't if you're a fan still be objective and that's mm-hmm. what he showed me today yeah no doubt i echo those sentiments 100 percent um i think one thing that really gets overlooked about ozzy is that um you know where his humble beginnings uh, started in venezuela uh to becoming all the way um, to become an icon and, and, and a World Series champion uh, manager here uh, in Chicago. And I, I think people forget that during that time, and I don't think it's been matched since in terms of how this team was, was put together. I mean, you, you had a Jewish owner, you had an African-American general manager, and what eventually happened was the first Latino, a Venezuelan, to win a World Series champion. I mean, that is, that's what this country is supposed to be about. And Ozzy represents that. And you can tell that, you know, in his conversation with us, he hasn't forgotten where he's come from, but he still values uh, family. He values other people being authentic. And he, he, he puts out, he, he gets back what he puts out and he puts out what he expects to receive. And uh, that's just a quality individual that came across to me during this conversation. And another thing that, that I really loved was to hear his love for T.A. Mm-hmm. Now, yes, I'm a Yankee fan, but I, I stand with the brothers. 
especially <laughs> playing shortstop. I, I will fight a person when it comes to T.A. Like, so to hear his love for T.A., like, I was like, okay, yeah, T.A., everything I thought of T.A., to know that that's what a guy of his caliber thinks of T.A., oh, man, that 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 meant a lot to me, for real, because I feel T.A., and, you know, GM mentioned it about, like, how, you know, the White Sox get overlooked a lot, and, you know, and I feel T.A., in particular, especially with the position he plays, get overlooked a lot. Mm-hmm. And he brings that edge to the team. And Ozzy touched on that. And yeah, so that that hit me real hard. Hey, real quick, uh American League Divisional Series, White Sox at Astros. What do you think is gonna happen in the series? Astros in three. No. Um <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, man, it's crazy, dude. It's this is really a hard one to figure, and not just because I'm a White Sox fan. It's just like you got a great hitting team in Houston, but the pitching is okay. But their experience and these kind of uh, you know turn, round round in, in these kind of tournaments, you know, as far as postseason goes. But the White Sox is just so much brimming potential, so much talent, and they can just be devastating at times. And the pitching can just be lights out. So it's like, man, how to temper that? I, I think the White Sox in five. That's what I think. Yeah, that's that's the truth. Uh, so before the before the scandal in Houston, Houston was like my second favorite team because Houston was like my second home. And like when the scandal happened, I took it hard because during that time they kept beating up on my Yankees. So I'm like, hey, that scandal was was what was why we were losing. So, but then this year it was like. I heard, like, literally heard nothing of them. Right. For me, it was all White Sox, Yankees. White Sox, Yankees. And it was like, Houston has just been quietly doing what they've been doing year after year. And like GM just said, you know, veteran team, the experience, I feel like this is the perfect matchup for the White Sox if they get over that hump, if they get past this team, I don't see them looking back, mm. quite honestly. Because we, I think the White Sox are clearly the more talented team, but, it, but that experience could play a factor. And if they get over this hump, I don't see them looking back. I'm going to say Sox and four, though. Okay, and uh, I'm gonna take Tampa. I forgot you said ALDS. I forgot about the other two <laughs> teams. Oh no, I, I, was, I was talking about just the White Sox. But oh, okay, okay. Because we don't know my Yankees lost yet. Well, we know now. <laughs> 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 we know now. Well, I was taking a Tampa regardless. That's what I was just saying. That's yeah. why I just said Tampa. So uh, yeah, and, Tampa and, was- and quite honestly. I was going to take the Yankees had they won, but I wasn't very confident. I was literally only going to take them as a fan. Uh, I think Tampa is definitely winning the next series. All right. And I'm going to take – it's all about pitching, man. And uh, if the White Sox gets quality, quality starting pitching, I got them winning this in four. So, uh, so yeah, we'll, we'll definitely see. You guys did a great job, man. Good, good job with the with the interview with Ozzy. And uh, we'd like to thank all you listeners for, for joining us. Hope you enjoyed uh, today's interview. I know I did. 
Uh, remember, you can always catch our podcast at Apple Podcasts, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Uh, you can also catch us at hp53productions.com. There's a link to the uh, to our podcast uh, on the website, as well as uh, links to other podcasts, including the Super Duper podcast hosted by Rob Griggs. And you can actually catch me on there as well sometimes. And uh, the Father Good podcast hosted by Marshall Givens and Kenny Stevenson. Hey, Glenn. Yes, sir. Please take us out. Hey, man. It's like we always say, we ain't saying we're right. <laughs> we just don't think we're wrong. We'll catch you next week. Hey.